Hello and welcome to the Dead Air Dudes. I'm Izzy. I'm Raka. And welcome to our creepy world of bad juju. And welcome true. Back. Welcome back, Dead Air Dudes Nation. All right. Thanks, everyone, in advance. Thank you in France. Thank you in Germany. Thank you in Russia. Thank you all over the world, Latin America, Central America, and everywhere else in between. In the everywhere. You know, the Fiji Islands for tuning in, subscribing and liking, especially in our podcast, definitely here on YouTube and everybody else who's, who's helping us help ourselves keep on the airwaves, filling the void of the dead air. Today, we got a good special, again, yeah, continuing yeah. on with our crime. True crime series. True crime series. Who is on the docket today, Izzy? Harold Shipman, the most... Me, the most one of the most prolific serial killers of all time, theoretically, the most prolific circuit of all time. Yes, I mean, anyone out there who will do research will come across a number of oh my goodness, evil, heinous um, offenders out there whose numbers cannot be quite verified, and that's just weird for me to say, but whose who's body count cannot completely be verified. They claim to have X number, whatever, but you're talking about this has, the tally has been compiled by Scotland Yard? Uh, for the, well, the, the British yeah. investigation. Officially at 215 to as many as 260. So, yeah. And so, Harold Frederick Shipman, or shall I say, Dr. Harold Frederick Shipman. Dr. Uh, 1948, uh, born in January 1948. Or the good. And to 2004. Yeah. Also known as Fred Shipman, uh, you know, I guess Frederick. English general practitioner who is believed to be the most prolific serial killer, as mentioned. And so, without getting to his end, let's start with his beginning. Now, apparently in his youth, he witnessed something of his mother, right? I mean, God, it always comes back to mother. Which was? Which was, she was stricken, I believe, um, with cancer. And I believe had lung cancer. She died at age well, she died when he was seventeen. Right, stricken with lung cancer, and and at a young tender age. So you assume that during his formative teenage years, he had witnessed her go through some struggling, uh, emotionally breaking moments of uh, chemotherapy. Uh, and anybody who's gone through cancer and, and has lived with people who have died through the the slow degrading process of cancer can attest to its torturous long drawn out chipping away to your death sequence of events i bring that up because it seems like his most 
popular, I, I want to say that, which he's modus operandi for his murders is to inject fatal drugs yeah. into uh, Ill, Ill patients or elderly. Exactly. The 15, the 15 people that he was uh, definitely convicted on later on, which he actually wrote a whole thing on, he gave them diamorphine and obviously it led to their death. Now, he saw that his mother was given the morphine and he witnessed her pain subside just by her terminal condition. And I guess in a sick, twisted way, and I'm not trying to put, you know, any good thing about it. I guess he saw that, oh, that's the way to do it. That's the way to go. That's the way to, you know, that's just my intimation here. So, Right. He's no um, Jack Kevorkian, <laughs> uh, Dr. Death, although he's been also dubbed Dr. Death. Dr. Death, Angel of Death, the good doctor, quote unquote. But, well, the, un the unfortunate result of a lot of this, of his crimes and his incarceration and then his untimely death was that we never really got a true confession. No. So, so it, all the evidence is there, he's convicted. There's overwhelming evidence and overwhelming ties to, my God, 200 plus, 250 plus deaths that unfortunately the closure aspect he robbed everybody of since he never fully came out and confessed to why yeah. he did what he, he did. Out and he took, you know, again, this is not the, the, the opinion of Dead or Do Think and everybody else, but yes, he took the easy way out and my opinion could be in, instead of uh, owning up to his crimes and he committed suicide after and, he was arrested. Well, as you mentioned, so. We, we we here at Dead Dudes are not here to glorify him. We're not here to vilify him. We're not here to vindicate him. We're it's not to praise him. If there is an assumption to why he apparently took his own life and committed suicide in the jail cell, there's some kind of, uh, and I can't understand exactly why, I'm not privy to this information, but he has a wife and four kids. Yes. And if, if makes it to his, wife. Yes. If he makes it to his 60th birthday, then uh, in prison or something, I, I'm not really sure all the sorting of it, but it seemed like there was a retirement fund of some sort that would not be given over to her. Well, it's kind and of funny so, that he, if that's the case, he, that he did the deed at 58. On his birthday. Actually, it was one day later, actually. So when, he, yeah, maybe had so, a day to celebrate. I so don't know. They kind of, uh, which is kind of, which, which I thought was odd, that he was born on the 13th. and No, I'm sorry. Born on the 14th and died on the 13th. So either he tried to do it on his birthday and he messed up, or it's just mere coincidence. Now, in the 70s and 80s, he was found guilty of subscribing for himself yes. amounts of painkillers and medication. So there is a litany of a trail of medical malpractice. 
Oh no, definitely, 100%. In the exact manner of how he killed his victims. So it's well established that he abused his power as a doctor to obtain such drugs. The kicker is, and I don't know if you've come across this, um, how eventually he got caught. And that's the big, the big draw here, right? How, there is a fascination undeniable to serial killers. Yeah. And I think the large, by and large, the fascination lies in how the hell they got away with this for so long. That's the mystery as curiosity. If you're a sicko out there and you're interested in actually decapitating and butchering and torturing people, oh. that's on you. I don't want to know you. Stay out of here. I hope we lock you up one day. But for the fascination of, you know, just the pure fascination of how can you do such things and get away with it? That's more of our drive here. And so it appears to be that there's a taxi driver. And the taxi driver in the local community was, was bringing patients to the good doctor. And this is where if you're a doctor, not even a doctor, if you're a cold calculating killer, you're smart enough to not get caught, right? Yeah. How can 20 plus of your victims be brought to you by cab and the same cab's uh, taxi driver and you don't think he notices this? And these victims, by and large, weren't exactly knocking at death's door at the moment. Like, oh, no, I'm just here taking palliative care patients. No, I'm taking patients to this doctor, and this doctor is under their care. And you know what? Poof! They're all getting knocked off in a relatively short amount of time. Yeah, the majority of his patients, if not all of his patients, were elderly patients. Except, I think, for one who was, I do believe, was 41 years old. And there's rumors that he also assisted in killing a four-year-old. But, again, not proven, just rumors. What about the fact that the 15 people or the 15... Um, jeez. The 15 things that were investigated that were also within the brother typewriter, which they found, and they also found those 15 um, cases, I guess, that he also presided upon, coincidentally, died in a certain way. That and some implication about um, a family member, about some ties to money that was raising a red flag had pretty much tripped him up to the police. Yeah, I mean, it just goes back to everything, man. It's like... But it has been tied to the fact that maybe it was some kind of subliminal, subconscious cry for help to be caught. Oh, subliminal. Everything that these big circulars do is because, we said it before, already in two different episodes, they want, not so much want to get caught, but they want to be known. They Pride. Want to be famous. Yes, exactly. They want to know that what happened, they did it. And it comes to the same thing. So they do stupid mistakes. They commit stupid things. I'm not saying on purpose, maybe subconsciously. And all these things get done. I mean, dude, if you killed so many people, 
and you weren't going to go, but why do you pick these 15 people to go and write on a typewriter and commit all this stuff? And the typewriter is found. You don't dispose of the typewriter. You don't, the brother typewriter. You either, either you had a brain fart of the, the, the most incredible magnitude or you left it there not giving a shit, part of my language, you know? So a cellmate of his came forward and said that uh, the wife right. had written him a letter saying, I don't care what you tell the police, basically. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Uh, I don't care what you tell the police. I don't care what you tell anybody. Tell me the truth. So she must have known and just really needed the words to come out of his mouth. You know, by all accounts from her and other people, he was a caring, loving, dedicated husband and father, which that might be true. Crazy as that sounds. But he also took the lives of 250 people by administering them with lethal doses of pain meds. Yeah. For whatever reason, yeah, it, it has been ruled out that all of these patients were uh, terminally ill and he assisted them in an assisted suicide manner. That is not consistent in every case. Did he do it for sport? Did he do it for reasons he cannot fully understand? Did he do it because of post-trauma from his childhood and his mother? The, again, the unfortunate thing is he's robbed all of us with that reasoning because he took his own life. Yeah, my guess, I guess you can assume that it was because of what he knew, what he transported, what he felt, or what he saw when he was younger. Then he goes back to your mother, which I'm not going to get into it, but it's a cop out to me. But I don't know. Let's speculate. But, but, but that's what we do here. We, we speculate. We speculate. Of that he yeah, no, no, no. Everyone knows the story. We give you information and we give our opinion and then you guys just, you know. You know what I mean? The dude was, for all accounts, an intelligent and proficient doctor. Then all of a sudden, he starts, all these patients in his care start dropping egg flies. Now, all of a sudden, he starts freaking later on he gets investigated for over a two-year span, okay? Which is called what? The ship, the shipment leg, inquiry. There you go. The shipment inquiry, okay? An investigation, a two-year-long investigation of all debts, certified, and 215 were identified, like I said. The syndicate was 250. 80% of... The two fifteen were elderly women. Yeah. Now, is that a coincidence? Probably not. It's the pattern. So, all, the, all these guys have a pattern. They have some predilection to a certain type. That's their prey. It is what it is. They're predators who prey on other humans, and they have a set criteria. That seems to be his set criteria. He might have waned here and there for reasons, again, we unfortunately won't know. But by and large, that is his target demographic. Elderly women. Yeah. And 
And to confirm what you were saying, he definitely killed himself for the pension because if he had survived the past 60, his wife would not, I repeat, would not have gotten the pension. So, yeah. It's just... Then there's something called the Shimon effect, okay? The Shimon case has through its recommendations and the Shimon inquiry report had led to changes to standard medical procedures in Britain, now referred to as the Shimon effect. So basically... What does that entail? No, basically what he did, it has changed how they dispense their drugs. Maybe tracking. And a reluctance to, to risk over-prescribing pain meds to patients as opposed to under-prescribing. So, Fortunately, as you and I and everybody else has witnessed, it hasn't stopped. I'm not saying that there's doctor deaths out there. I'm not. All I'm saying is there's still rampant abuse. This is more evidenced in high-profile entertainment industry personnel such as Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, you can go on and on and on. But you're talking about these individuals and other celebrities, they die from basically the same thing, which is a drug overdose and not not tainted meth, not tainted H, not overdoing on Coke, but overdoing it with prescribed painkillers. Yeah. So it still goes on. It's better. Maybe if anything came out of this sick individual's uh, hobby, as heinous as it is, there's been a re-examination of how drugs are dispensed and maybe some tracking as to see the patients that you prescribe to. If there's a high number of deaths because you're prescribing X medication and that's why they died, we got a problem. Thank goodness. It even changed how um, people um, for cremation in England and Wales. All right. Like, for example, the persons organizing the funeral must answer. It's the people who are organizing, you know, said things. Quote, unquote, do you know or suspect that the death of the person who has died was violent or unnatural? Question mark. Do you consider that there should be any further examination of the remains of the person who has died? Quote, question mark. I mean. I mean, you have to. Unfortunately, because this has been brought to light, uh, murder of this, I mean, you're talking about also, um, as we've seen with most of these serial killers, you, they're not going out there like Predator finding the top rated animal to hunt. They all prey on easy fixings. You know, prior to this, I must cite that we did um, a case study, true crime on one of the most prolific serial killer in the United States. As of now. Sam, yeah, as of now, Samuel Little. And he preyed on the marginalized demographic society, drug users, prostitute, prostitutes, uh, et cetera, et cetera. 
this individual preyed on the elderly who would ask you know except for maybe close family members that you know aunt may and 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 aunt and grandma nancy uh was in and out of poor health was seeing the doctor and they succumbed if there's no out you know oh grandma was i just saw thanksgiving she was hopping around cooking dinner doing cartwheels you know i'm exaggerating but and then all of a sudden died after seeing the doctor everybody out there should raise a freaking eyebrow that's the crazy thing man i've had my mom uh, you know, i mean similar situation i've had um my grandma going to be healthy at a later age and then get pneumonia and then just you know eventually fail now why would see the excuse is oh they're sick so therefore i must take care of it as my assumption is but this scumbag you never know there is no because there's nothing here it says written that the patients were terminally ill. Right. Kovorkian or anyone else. Right. These dude this dude just took patients who were elderly. Easy point. Took it upon himself. So there's a lot there's a lot more to unpack there. He he acted unpack there. He acted like judge jury and executioner. Hundred percent. And who's to say you're you who's to say anybody does that? You know, barring him, anybody like him. Oh, no, you're like him. You're like Samuel Little. You're like Ed Gain. You're like Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, yeah, yeah, rest assured, we will act as judge or executioner and take care of you and never release you back in society. One thing people forget to mention is the fact that he also got high level supply as a young man. Mm -hmm. He also used to freaking, he actually, um, he was he he was high on uh, Demerol basically. Does he get high all the time? Well, like in so, not to tie this. Dude was a was a complete angel. I mean, geez, yeah. I asked besides the point, but no, he was never an angel. But you know what I'm trying to say. I mean, he was yeah. never a good guy. We don't want to be That's too not because he took drugs, but because of everything else, you know. Yeah, not to be too far reaching into an editorial to present day society, but yeah. there has to be a monitoring and vetting uh, system in play for everybody. You know, this goes to everybody from cops to uh, prison officers to doctors to caregivers to just, and again, I, I know this is kind of a buckshot scattering all over the place, but as we've done our research, we've come across nurses. Nurses who've killed hundreds yeah. of babies. You we, know? We've so come across doctors. Yes. We've come across military personnel. We've come across people in other countries, especially other countries with less of a law system and police system than ours, that the death toll is astronomical. And you cannot verify it because there is no process to verify, but oh. they basically slaughtered at will. And there was one case, not to go completely off the top, there's one individual, I think in South America or Brazil, I forget where, where has admitted to kill 30, 40, 50 people and was released in five years or something like that. 
Mm-hmm. Like I read that and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, no, I mean, we are. <laughs> if you guys like this stuff, we're digging deep. We're digging deep into the true files, into the serial killer stuff, into all this. I say goodness because it's interesting, but not goodness in the good in the good way. But yeah, it's. Hey, if you guys want to hear it, we'll be here for it to give it to you. So yeah. So yeah. So today's episode, we like. Uh, we just wanted to bring your attention, even though it is. Uh, he did pa- die in two thousand four. Um, Harold Shipman, Doctor Harold Shipman, in England, the most prolific documented, I guess, killer. And not too far off, right? Pretty recent. And he is a physician. So bear that in mind. Even though there's some new policies and protocol in play, always be wary. Keep a vigilant eye. And remember, true crime happens everywhere, every time, any place, regardless of monitoring systems, cameras, or or any other restraints put in play. But that's Harold Shipman. It happens every day, everywhere, all around the world. So everyone, like, like Marco said, be careful, be vigilant, and yeah, take care of yourselves. And hopefully that closes our case file today on Dr. Harold Shipman. Uh, as Izzy said, thank you for liking, subscribing, and keeping this train going. We will bring you more and more case studies, bad juju, investigations, as we also do with keeping you up to date with everything Hollywood, everything movies, comic books, pop culture, the latest yeah. funko, yada yada yada. Beer, paranormal, everything in between. I'm Izzy. Beer and whiskey. Thanks all. I'm Raka. And I'm Izzy. Take care, guys. Stay safe. Take care of each other and save the whales.